What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Corporate Bartender. Today's episode is excellent. 2020, and so far into 2021, has felt like being on a stress and anxiety roller coaster. It's been a lot to deal with. Today, the TCB crew are going to take on three related questions. Number one, what are the catalysts or triggers that cause us to get stuck? What can we do to get unstuck or break that pattern? And what are the things that you can do to bring you the most joy and meaning when times are tough? It's a great discussion with the greatest community in the world, and I think you're going to dig it. So with that, let's get right on into it with the crew on today's TCB. Welcome to Sky Team's The Corporate Bartender. If you work in HR or make people decisions in your organization, this is the place to be. Now pull up a stool, belly up to the bar, and join us for The Corporate Bartender. All right, well, welcome, everybody. What is this? This is episode 62, November 11th. We made it through the month that was election week. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for surviving and continuing to breathe every day. All right, it looks like we've got no newbies today, so I'm just going to take a minute to pimp Ruby's article. If you haven't read it yet, you need to go check it out. What perspective do you choose for the rest of 2020? Ruby was, she, she was put off by the fact that somebody had posted a meme about wanting 2020 to be over. They couldn't wait for it to be over. And it was interesting because Ruby, you know, we ended up talking about this for a long time. For as, for as crazy messed up as, uh, as 2020 has been, there's been a lot of really interesting, uh, stroke, uh, beautiful things that have happened. There's been a lot of really shitty fucked up things that have happened too. But amidst that, amidst that, uh, sea of messed up edness, we, we've, we've gotten some, some nuggets there. Um, if you guys, if you guys don't have the bartender network app for your phone, you can see there in my little yellow call out, get the app. Cause then it's easier to interact with and you'll see all the cool stuff that gets posted. It's, it's fun. And there's nothing political at all. Nothing about your crazy uncle's belief or my crazy uncle's beliefs, just cool stuff from the bartender. Today's headlines. Oh, it's, sorry. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to miss Lindsay Hersey who mm. is newly employed in a super cool new job. Congratulations, Lindsay. Thank you. It looks like you might be there now. Are you wearing a name tag of some sort? I, I am. Um, I am officially at the Denver Dumb Friends League. All right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. And and way to be the first the first uh, bartender person to get a job and show up the first week. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Lindsay. Well deserved. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. I've just a few quick headlines today. Um, <laughs> something that I didn't see coming. Uh, Deutsche Bank has been doing some research and <laughs> they are proposing a tax of 5% of a worker's salary if they choose to work from home when they are not forced to by the current pandemic. Wow. Yeah. What? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this uh this is a BBC article and of course you can find the links on the network here in the next day or two. Um but yeah, it basically the tax would be paid for by the employers <laughs> and the income generated would be paid to the people who can't work from home. Mm. How do you feel how do you feel about that, Morag? I, I heard Sorry. the gasp. <laughs> no, 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 no. So say it again. So the employer is paying a tax. Oh, are you speaking? Because we can't hear you. Oh, what? Oh. Hello. Can oh, you there you go. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, so the employer play, pays the tax. The so employer pays the tax. And the money gets redistributed to essential workers who can't work from home. Essentially, yes. Hmm. They said if it it if it was introduced into the U.S., it would generate forty eight billion dollars, according to the wow. research. Mm. 
I'm going to reflect and plead the fifth because I have a blue passport, so I'm allowed to, and I will comment on this next week because <laughs> no, it doesn't generate anything. Anyway, I will save it. That's weird. <laughs> hey, Eric, can you hear me? Yeah. It's Jenny. So my question on that one is, if we are looking at, like, the, the earth has started healing with all these people working from home, and now it almost feels like we'd be penalized. Yeah. I, of course, I do love the money going to, I love where the money would be going. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't agree with, I don't agree with it. Yeah. And well, hey, that's why I put it up here. And and it really it's it's not a policy uh, proposal at this point. It's research that was done by a financial institution in Germany. So that's take that. Yeah. So take that for what it's worth. But, you know, granted, uh, large financial houses don't do research on a whim. Right. So they were they were compelled to do this for some reason or by somebody. I just I thought it was interesting when I was looking up work from home headlines today. Um, this ca- this filled the first page of search results, hmm. which I th- which I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. So it's making it's it's making a, a stink. <laughs> for whatever, whatever it, its intention was, it's definitely getting attention for sure. So we'll have to watch that one. Second news item for today. This is uh, kind of related to what we're going to talk about today and what we talk about on the reg here at the bartender. It's about mindfulness at work, and it, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing super. Uh, earth shattering in here, but there is a list of, of cool things that I think we can always, we can always use, um, a refresher on because, you know, being creatures of pattern, what I've noticed is when I try to change stuff, unless I have a system attached to it, um, I change it for a couple days and then I get really busy and then life gets back in the way. And without somebody prodding me to, you know, look at it again or remember it, it's it's not a guarantee. Same goes for the last headline. And, and this is another thing that we talk about all the time. And this is that uh, sort of drawing the line of demarcation between work and home. And we've talked about a lot of these things, right? This is the your end of day list. Um, one of the things in the article was put your computer and work stuff away. And I looked around at all this and I was like, yeah, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> But you can clean your desk, right? And Ruby talks about this all the time. We do a a workshop on time and energy management, and that's one of that's one of Ruby's go tos. Is at the end of the day, she makes her list and cleans up, right? Ruby, am I just putting words in your mouth right now? No, super accurate. Because I was reading somewhere that if you leave it all out, you walk back into that same energy and feeling from the day before. So at least you're giving yourself a chance <laughs> to start fresh and, and feel like, okay, and know where you're at. And I love making my list the day before because I know if I have to take a shower, if I have to wash my paper, <laughs> it's true. Like, just it, think, that's, like a thing. <laughs> that's a thing you just said out loud yeah. in 2020. I have to look at my list to see if I have to take a shower. Totally brush my teeth. Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, there were there were other things in there too that that we that we're doing, you know, like the walking commute, right? I love that one. Um, you know, there's always breathing and 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 all of these these sort of things that we talk about in filling these these wellsprings, taking care of yourself. Um, you know, it was funny. One of the things in there was, you know, light a candle and play some music. And my skeptical realist self was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I, yeah, I get it. It's a nice thing. Um, but then they, they, the way they explained it, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's the ritual that changes the thing. And I, and I remember one of the things that I used to do before I had the TV studio lighting and everything, I have these overhead lights and I used to use that as my signal between work and not work. When I was doing work work, I would turn them on and at the end of the day, I turn them off and I thought, well, lighting a candle isn't that hokey if I was using a light switch as my line of demarcation. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks guys. I'll look, again, I'll put that stuff in, in the chat or in the, uh, uh, bartender network. So you guys can go snoop around the Deutsche Bank stuff. So 
to today, you know, Lori and I were talking the other day about just, you know, how exhausting 2020 has been in general. But, you know, last week, last week was a month and a half of days in a week. And um, we were we got into this pretty deep conversation about things that get you stuck. And I was curious about what are the things that get you stuck? And then Lori and I, we started talking about this continuum. Why don't you tell them about it, Lori? Sure, Eric. Let me, let me tell them about it. <laughs> you should tell them about it. <laughs> so, right. We, we geek out on this stuff all the time. And, you know, just, just thinking about, I think about it in kind of perspective taking. And when you get in those, for me, it's a cumul cumulative whole. It's not just one thing that's shitty or two things that are shitty, but then there's three and then there's four. And, and then I just want to go to sleep. And I don't care if it's, I escape sleep. That's my stress thing. Um, and, and so when you, when you get in that space, you get in this hole and you just really can't, it's so hard to change perspective, right? It's just, it all feels overwhelming. And this self-talk of you should be grateful. Well, you should shut up, right? I mean, like this, <laughs> this can go around and around. And this was my whole week last week, by the way, which is why this is very uh, timely for me. But you, you get it stuck into this place, right? And, and what's hard for me is to, what's the bridge to, sh to shift out of that? How do I get, how, or maybe what's the ladder for me to get out of that? And I've been um, reading a lot of Brene Brown because she's my shero. And she talks about the, um, the gifts and meaning list, right? This, this intentional time that we can take, that's the other end of that continuum, right? It's the, what does it feel like when things are really good? What, what's going on when things feel good, when things are in a flow, when I feel like I'm being my whole self, like what, what does that look like? And it's this way of anchoring what's true for you individualized right this is very personal in, in what this looks like for you but we were talking about this huge pendulum right that you can you can be in this one side where you're super clear on, on what are the the joys of your life and the things that give meaning to you as a human being and then the other end of that spectrum is I'm in a dark hole where everything sucks and I cannot get out of it and so we started talking about, well, if we can identify both sides of that spectrum, maybe we can find the ladder or the bridge or the, you know, how do we transition that? Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to pose three questions to you and um, we're going to, we're going to actually use a, a tool called mural uh, to, to play with these three questions. So the three questions are going to be these. The first question is this one. What are the catalysts or triggers that cause you to get stuck? What puts on that, as Laurie said, you know, first it's one thing, then it's another thing, and then it's 387 things, and I can't even take a shower, even if I have to. Right, Ruby? <laughs> so what are the triggers that cause you to get stuck? The second question is, what are the things that you can do that bring you the most joy and meaning. And Lori, talk a little bit about joy and meaning because that's a very specific phrase. Yeah. So, um, and forgive me because I'm gonna I'm gonna steal her words. This is you know from from Brene's book. She it's in the Gifts of Imperfection, but she talks about it in different places. But but it's about the power of actually thinking through these questions. And, and this is the context that she puts it in and we can modify it for ourselves. But when things are going really well in our family, um, what does that look like? What brings us the most joy? When are we in our zone, right? And then it's, it's pulling out all of those things about, it's when we cook together and it's when we have time to work out and it's being present with the kids or it's going to church or it's having a weekend off or it's time to piddle around with your hobby, right? It's, it's um, feeling like you are giving back in some way or you're doing work that's fulfilling that doesn't suck you dry, mm -hmm. right? And so it was really about 
identifying all of those things that, that fill you up, that light you up. And the thing that's interesting is sometimes when you compare that list to how we define success, sometimes those are diametrically opposed to each other, right? That there's no time for joy and meaning because I'm too busy achieving. And I think that if I'm achieving, I can buy more joy and meaning. Well, those things aren't for sale, right? Those things aren't for sale. And so when you have a joy and meaning list, it can become a filter or it can become a, a, a checkpoint for how do, how do I want to spend my time? Do I want to choose to do this next project? Do I, do I want to say yes to this thing? Do I want to go down this rabbit hole that's sucking me dry? Is that going to contribute to the joy and meaning? Because, right, we got one shot. We got 24 hours in a day and we only have today. So yeah. that's the joy and meaning. Yeah. So that's the context around. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's language that's, that's illustrative and, you know, you can write it off as hokey or flowery or whatever, but it's, it's of consequence. So if we're going to think about the things that cause us to get stuck and we're going to think about this concept of what are the things that really light us up that are worth doing, how do we get between the two, right? How do we get unstuck? So the third one is, what do you do to break the stuckness? That's a word that I made up today. Stuckness to move toward joy and meaning, to move toward those things that we need to do to make ourselves feel perfect, whole, and complete, right? To make us feel like we've got a reason to, to get up tomorrow and put our feet on the floor. So what causes... I would actually say, I think we need to remember that we are perfect, whole, and complete. <laughs> well said. Well <laughs> said. So what gets us stuck? What are the things we ought to be pointing our intention at? And what are the mechanisms that we can use to bridge between the two? So <clears throat> I'm going to stop this share, and I'm going to share my screen and show you a tool. Who here has used Mural besides Sky Team people? Anybody ever use this tool called Mural? Okay, I'm going to stop this share. I'm going to show it to you just real quick. Um, let me make sure I'm up there. Okay, share my screen. I'm going to go here and I'll send you guys the link in just a second. So this is Mural and it looks it works like a like a Jamboard in Google, but it works on the premise of zooming. And you'll see like down here, this shows the entirety of the workspace and you can zoom way out. Um, and we're going to spend our time here. These are the three questions up at the top. And then you've got this, uh, this workspace down here with three columns. What gets us stuck? And I pre-populated a few of these, uh, the news. I was having a wonderful day yesterday, and at the end of the day, I made the mistake of turning on the news. It was a bad idea. Um, what else gets us stuck? This feeling that will never end, right? So you can zoom in and out of this workspace, or you can drag it around. Um, chunking it down, what, what, what do we do to get unstuck and then joy in meeting? So I put in some of the things here that popped to my mind when I thought about things I wanted to point my intentionality at getting outside regularly. That's a thing. Spending time with those whom I love. And of course I have a new kitty. That's a great thing. Um, <clears throat> so how do I get between the two? Well, one of my tried and true tools um, that, that I love to hear Ruby explain because usually in workshops, this is Ruby's jam is the control circle. Um, and I use that. So we'll talk about all these things, but what I would love for you guys to do when I send you the link is just start populating these columns. What gets us stuck? What should we be pointed at? And what can we do to get between the two? And I'm going to invite you all as visitors. So you'll be anonymous. So your responses will be anonymous as well. You'll show up as an anonymous animal, like anonymous platypus or anonymous, you know, whatever. So, come on into the room and, and let's just start, let's start with what gets us stuck and let's talk about them as they start to come in. So I'm going to stop that share and I'm going to send you guys the link. Let me grab my chat here and send you this link. Hold on.
Boosh. There you go. There is the link. I'm coming. I'm nearly in. All right. Let me know if you have any issues. You shouldn't it comes be asked up this with thing. the option of a great description of how to get started in Mural. You can close that out. We'll hold your hand on the inside. Unless you like Ruby, in which case read it, process it into a bulleted list. I would just like to say that I'm a shark, even though it's <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm a snail. Go figure. I hit everybody's cursors because the cursors can get a little bit uh, mind-boggling as they you watch them fly around the room. So yeah, so to create a sticky note, you just have to double-click in the space and it will automatically create it. You don't have to resize it; just z use your zoom control. It'll it'll make it the same size as everything else. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay, you got it. Eric, do you want to call everybody over to what gets us stuck first? Yeah, let me do that. And then we don't have to worry so much about... I've lost my sticker. So much going on. All right, I should have summoned everyone. Hmm. Didn't mean to grab that post-it note, somebody. I like the being identified as a hippo could get me stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are great. So, man, this is awesome. You guys are killing it here. I'm going to delete some of these blank ones. Sucky bosses. Wow. Yeah. The voice in my head. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. And I saw somebody had written him imposter syndrome down below um, and fear of failure. Right. A lot of this is the uh, what, what we call the trash talk roller coaster. You know, we we start with the I can do this. This is going to be great. And then it goes to. Eh, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. And then it goes to, uh, I'm not really good at this. And then it goes to, I suck. And we do an exercise where I have people uh, try to unscramble anagrams in one minute's time. And we play the Jeopardy song in the background to increase stress. You know, this one. <laughs> and we... I watch people go from, yeah, I'm smart and this is totally cool. I can totally do this to this is harder than I thought to this sucks to I can't do this. I'm terrible at this to I'm out. Right. And this happens in less than a minute. And the hook in, in the exercise is there are seven words in the anagrams and only one of them can you actually make into a real word. The rest are just gibberish letters. You can't make them into any real words. So you actually have to hang in till the end to make one. And if you make one word out of the seven, you win big. That's you're the big winner, right? But very few people can do that. Very few people hang in there all the way because of the trash talk. Yeah, look at these. People that I love are hurting and I can't fix it. Yeah. Laurie, what else are you seeing? There's so many flying in. I can't I can't keep up with all of them. That's right. So I'm seeing a range of um, reading Twitter <laughs> to um, monotony of tasks, people and view, right? Same old every freaking day. Um, I see grief. Ooh. Um, complainers, right? Just like <laughs> everybody needs to just, <laughs> um, thinking about the future, uncertainty, uncertainty. Um, I see, let's see, feeling out of control of things that I want. 
Yeah, same routine over and over. Too many choices and ideas. Yeah. Right? I want to go out without worrying about getting sick. Wow. Pretty yeah. thick on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Yeah. Getting zero kudos. Yeah. Just as cool. can anybody see me? Can anybody see me? Think about that. Think about how, how that makes you feel. Yeah. You know, Mur Murag and I were on a, a session this morning and we were talking about um, best teams and worst teams that you've been on. And, and she, to she told a story about being on a toxic team. And mm -hmm. Murag, what, why don't you tell that story real quick? Because I, I thought that story this morning was really powerful in how, uh, you know, environmental or situational variables can have a, an, an, an unequal impact on how we feel about ourselves. So uh, yeah, the punchline is that by most definitions, by def I am successful. I've had Sky Team for 14 years. I have a fabulous team. I'm pretty smart. I've written two books. I am successful. Now I live with imposter syndrome every single day but we were a part of a, I was part of a toxic team. And what I shared this morning was that despite that track record of a 30 year career, that relationship, that toxic behavior made me feel this big. It brought me to tears. It brought me to my knees. I have never felt so worthless in my whole career. And I was at a loss to know how to do it other than the British stiff upper lip. And if I just work harder and I will prove my worth and we will get through this, et cetera. Um, but it was punched to the stomach, debilitating. And I am successful and it brought me to my knees. That's how powerful toxic behaviors and lack of human empathy and connection, which we're all yeah. feeling to a degree, whether it's 1% or the 150% I had in that relationship brings us down. I mean, I wrote in the what gets us stuck. It's the lack of human interaction and reassurance that I'm doing the right thing. The sort of thing that Eric would give me when we were eating cheese cubes at the United Lounge, the sort of thing <laughs> that Ruby would do when we got together and we were planning the next great client engagement. And we're doing it through Zoom, but we're doing it more structured and more spaced out. And I have to fill in the gaps myself. And I haven't even got a toxic team anymore. So I, I, I can't imagine if I was in that environment that I was in then, now, in 2020, it would be a disaster. So is that yeah. enough? I added a bit, but... Yeah, no, that, that's perfect. And, and, and that's, that was really my point, right, was it was it had an inordinate impact on you as a human being, right? I mean, I know you as I know you, and I had never seen anything have such an impact on your own belief in your self-worth ever. And if if you were to tell somebody the story without the, the context, you would think, well, not, that can't do that to a person, but it can. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the things that, that we talk about a lot now is not even toxicity. I mean, you can take that up a level or two. It's the um, be in this distributed work environment, right? How, how much less does it take for that to start impacting you? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, it's just crazy town. Wow, you guys are killing it oh, here. This is these this is are awesome. really, really interesting, Eric. Go, that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Mariah. So one and two, we are just hammering away, but we're really having a hard time, or, or <laughs> so far, maybe have, people haven't got to it about what gets us unstuck. And I think that that speaks to the fact that this, where we're at now in 2020, and the culmination is we're having a hard time getting unstuck because yeah. of just it, the shit keeps coming. Um, and just right now I got word that my kiddo got put on quarantine 
and that now that kiddo or or other person mm. that put the kids on quarantine is positive for covid so it's like oh, it shit. just it just keeps coming coming yes yeah I, I i think that's that's the thing right i mean and that's that's what i put in the what gets us stuck is this this feeling that things will never end i mean if you stack up all the things that we're thinking about dealing with or at least you know remotely psychologically aware of we've never been in a place I mean, maybe maybe individually people have been in a place where where the world had been that complicated, but we've never been in a place where the world writ large is this complicated and there are this many things happening in parallel that we have to not just be aware of and deal with, but process and actively participate in. And that's bananas. Yeah. That's bananas. I managed to screw up my screen and now I can't see anything anymore on the mural. <laughs> I had to, I had to go out and come back in and now I can't see it. <laughs> so are you, are you in the board? Okay. Look down. Oh, look down. I see where you are. Hold on. Um, summon so you, her. Yeah. Let me summon you. Hold on. Give me just a sec. Okay. I did figure out how to put a picture in there. I think. I, you, know, I, you did. Yeah. It's down here. <laughs> but I can't see it now. All right, so I'm I'm gonna summon you. Hold on. <laughs> Somebody save me. Okay, there it is. Thank you. I got you, Boo. <laughs> Ask a question of the group. When when you're writing down your joy and meaning, I'm curious, are they are they coming to you easily? Are you having to dig for those? Or is it how what's your experience in identifying the joy and meaning side? Are there a couple of obvious ones and then you have to think real hard or what, what are you feeling about those? I feel like they're obvious and I'm, I'm always just like disappointed that I don't do it more. Right. Yeah. You're like, duh. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. Some of the stuff that I had that brings joy and meaning actually gets me unstuck. So it's on both. Mm. Yeah. And that. And I think that's that's kind of the secret sauce of going through this activity is it's like if I feel like I'm in that hole and I know that going for a walk brings me joy, that can be my one thing. That, mm -hmm. is, that is my ladder. Right. And or, you know, what whatever those those things are, sometimes they're not immediately accessible. Right. So maybe we need more than one. But, you know, I, I think that's true that getting really clear about, no, these are the things that light me up. And some of them are really simple. So write it down somewhere, put it on a note, stick it on your mirror in the bathroom, put it on the back of your phone case or something, you know, that to keep those present because we need those cues. And, yeah. you know, and I'm also seeing in the, what, how do I get unstuck? I'm seeing several things that are about, and, and kind of what Eric put as the header, chunk it down, right? How can I make this giant amorphous thing into something really tiny that I can control? What's one thing I can do? Yeah, because it can be as simple as one thing, right, Lori? I mean, right. If and, and if you have nothing and you feel out of control, one thing makes all the difference. Yeah. And that's... Hey. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you finish. You're cool. So it makes me think of um, years ago, I volunteered for an organization called Colorado Youth at Risk. And it was terrifying. So I'm like, I haven't been around teenagers since I was a teenager. And they're going to think I'm an idiot, right? <laughs> this is going to be really scary for me. And it was, it was working with high school students, starting with freshmen in high school, who were at risk of dropping out. And so it was a mentoring program. You get matched with the kid, um, amazing program. And they did a phenomenal job of training the mentors. Like I learned so many cool things just from that mentor training. But one of the greatest exercises that we did with the kids, we would have community night once a month with all the kids and mentors. And they literally had a physical box in the center of the room 
and they asked the kids to step forward and whether they wanted to share it or not, it would be their thing that has them stuck. And these kids had really hard circumstances at home, like really messed up stuff going on at home. So they could have that, that in mind and those limiting beliefs, right? I'm, most of them couldn't see their way out of high school. I might not even be alive out of high school, right? And so it was this physical representation and it was called the perspective box. And they would step up to this box and then someone would turn the box. How can you, what's a different lens you can put on? How can you see this differently? How can you Mm -hmm. change that limiting belief into something else? And it was this exercise of that, that perspective box shifting. And it, it helps to have a guide for that because when you're really down in that hole, again, you want to flip off the perspective box too. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that, but, but it was this kind of facilitated exercise that really helped these kids have a physical representation of, wait, I need to shift my perspective box. And I, I feel like that's something I need to remember in times of overwhelm to say, okay, how can I shift this? And, and what's that one thing that, that can help me get unstuck out of here? I just, that memory just popped into my head. So I, I love it. <clears throat> and, and super relevant, right? I mean, shifting, <laughs> flipping the script, shifting your perspective is hard to do to your point without a guide, without a prompt, yeah. mm-hmm. right? It's not something that we naturally gravitate to, right? We, once we start to spin, we spin, and, and we need a, a prompt or a catalyst to stop that spin from happening. So, I, and, and I was wondering, you know, Mariah's comment uh, looks like the middle column is hard to fill out. It's, it's catching up, Mariah. It's catching up. So what, once, once you guys feel like you've exhausted this, I want to do a little voting session because I get stuck on on the middle column, which I know it's weird. It's column three, but it's it's the third question. But it's the bridge between being stuck and being in that sort of self-actualization space and getting there. A lot of times I I don't I don't know how to do that, especially without a prompt or a guide or someone to help me. And in distributed work environments, there are many days that prior to today, I had nobody. Now I have a cat <laughs> and cats don't talk unless you're, unless you're really, really high. And then, and then that's a whole different thing altogether. Did you ever um, see what your cat's name is? I didn't. Her name's Corey. Corey. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What if the cat's high? If the, <laughs> uh, that'll probably happen at some point. <laughs> I mean, I will take care of my cat, Lindsay Hersey of the Denver Dumb Friends League. <laughs> <laughs> and that can be that can be um, a, a bridge too. is is a person, right? A trusted person that maybe isn't the closest person to you. Maybe it's the person who can kind of kick your ass, right? Yeah. Person who can be straight with you and go, all right, let's, let's uh, chunk this down. Let's, let's project manage this shit or what, you know, whatever, (laughs) whatever you need. Um, Sometimes it is just a hug. Sometimes it is just a, I see you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. And just so you guys know, I, I will leave this link active. Um, and I would I would encourage you to, to come back to it, put stuff on it, share it with other people, have them put stuff on it, because I'm going to use it as a reference for me, selfishly speaking. Because yeah. there's so much goodness in here. Lori, I wanted to pick up on something that you said in coaching. We talk a lot about structures or uh, something that will visually remind you or physically remind you of, of like that ladder. So yeah. it's something you can set on your desk, or maybe it's one song or even a playlist. Like, could, could you make a playlist for those moments that you, you go to it, or it's a picture that you have on your wall, something that triggers, like do something different in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
It's funny you say music like that, Ruby. Uh, today I had to run out real quick to pick up some stuff. And when I get in the car, my phone decides what song I get to hear. I love that. <laughs> right. And, and my phone, Aaron will appreciate this. My, my phone picked an old armored saint record that I hadn't heard in, I don't know, a decade. And by the time I got to the grocery store, I was so happy. Yeah. Like I was just like in it. Right. I was like swimming in this this tune that I hadn't heard in forever. And I remembered all the words and I was mm-hmm. head banging like I had hair. It was crazy. Yeah. So sometimes it's those things that can that can take you to a place and time in your life. Mm-hmm. That was a joyful time in your life or smells. Right. Have you ever read the the research about how your olfactory nerves in your in your nose have some of the tightest connections cookies <laughs> says Ruby Mesley. <laughs> but that but that can that can have one of the most powerful connections to a memory and so the candles right maybe a little woo woo for some but if but if an evergreen scented candle reminds you of christmas when you were a kid right or right sugar cookie candle is fresh baked cookies. You can, you can tap into a lot of senses around these things. Music is a huge one for me as well. Yeah. Lauren says, isn't it great how we remember all the words, those songs from high school and college, but can't remember what the fuck we were supposed to send to the boss this afternoon. That's totally, yeah. yes. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Oh, guys, I don't don't know about you, but this, this, this exercise in and of itself feels cathartic to me, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just seeing it's, it's funny. This came up in a workshop the other day and it it actually came up during the Aaron weed uh, bartender a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't feel as alone right now. Mm -hmm just watching this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's That's it. It's kind of that human condition, right? Everyone gets stuck. And, and uh, so, and I, and I love that's, that's something I was thinking about too, because Eric, you had written an article recently about I'm not okay. And that's okay. Because there's also the granting of the grace Cause I get in these cycles where I feel like shame on you, Lori, you should be grateful for everything that you have. And, you know, and you, then you start to like shame yourself for feeling bad. And then I remind myself like, no, I'm going to go ahead and feel bad. I'm just going to feel crappy today. Cause that's okay. I deserve to have that feeling. Right. And, and so sometimes there's that side of the experience too. It's, it is a real thing and we shouldn't shove all that down and try to pretend it isn't there. Don't you find if you fight it too, it sticks around longer? Oh, for yeah. sure, Jenny, for sure. Yeah. And there was an add- article this morning. I will find it and put it into the Mighty Network. Oh, I nearly sent it to you, Eric, because it was about depression. It was Elizabeth Gilbert. Facebook. Oh, and yeah. she was talking about her worst time is when she's lying in bed and starts to think and then cannot get up. It's just terrible. And so her message was, if you can physically get out of bed right now, do it and Mm. stop wallowing. But part of it is going for the shower, listening to the song, getting the sunlight on our face. It is the little things that can make Mm -hmm. all of the difference to give us resilience, to handle whatever the day or the life is bringing to us in this moment. But I'll find it and I'll put it into the Mighty Network. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to start a voting session. It looks like we've kind of settled down here. The, the pace of posting has slowed and I'm going to start a voting session. I want you guys to go to the center column and just, you'll get five votes. Just click on things that resonate for you. Click on the things that resonate for you, because what I want you to, what I want you to get out of that is, um, is when you feel stuck, when you feel like you don't know what to do, you can come to this board and you can look at the things that you selected. All right. Hopefully so I'm you're start. all there. I think I just summoned you all to the middle. If you haven't 
You did. To get there. And I'm starting the the voting session, and it's going to be called "Getting Unstuck." And you're going to get five votes, and it's going to go until me or Morag decides that you can't do it. So you're just going to click a card to add a vote. You can shift click it to remove a vote if you change your mind and your votes are all anonymous. Here you go. And then I want to talk to Laurel about adding voodoo dolls to this list. (laughs) I was just looking at that one. (laughs) There are some things I'd love to take credit for. (laughs) If you want, I have some voodoo dolls. So if anybody's interested, I I, I will sell them. That's that's always. That's probably not untrue. Aaron has Aaron knows people that can get you just about whatever you need. I actually hired a girl once, and she taught me all about voodoo dolls. And she was like adamant that they changed her life. And I was like, "Well, I need to bring a voodoo doll next time you come come to work." <laughs> Working in New Orleans, never a dull moment. That's for sure. In New Orleans, that's legit voodoo dolls down there. Oh, it was like legit. Like I'm pretty sure she did this on a regular basis. She was like talking about her candles and all of her seances. It was real. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's where mine are from too. They're yeah, they work. I love it. All right. I'm done voting. I was wanting to edit this one that says walk away and come back. I just wanted it to say walk away. (laughs) Darn come back thing. All right. You guys done? I'm going to give you one more minute. Here we go. I'm starting a timer. You should see it up at the top of the screen. I'm going to give you one minute to get your act together here. Because I want you to have something to hold on to, right? When you feel super stuck and you don't know what to do, right? You've just selected five things that may or may not work, but it's five ideas, five places to start, five baselines that I know when I get stuck, I can't think of anything. I'm starting from zero. So this is starting from five. And even if you decide all five suck and they're not appropriate, peace, right? That's great. But at least you've had some time to do some intentional thinking. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to end the session. Bing bong. That sounds like the fasten your seatbelt sign. And it, it always, every time we use this tool, I'm like, I miss flying. I didn't so, hear it. Oh, so here we go. So the voting results, humor got eight votes. Physical exercise got seven. Uh, do something nice for someone else. Get outside and breathe. And music got five. Find one thing I can do rather than what I can't. Prioritizing mental, physical, and emotional health. Prayer, faith, gratitude for a higher power in my life. Talking through talking through talking though with other people who value my worth listening to music and just breathing all got three votes the two votes were go for a walk outside feel the air on my face which i saw on there twice which i thought was pretty awesome uh being creative stop doing the stuck thing and walk away phoning my friend talking things through reminding myself of what really matters got two votes and then the one vote Wanting something new, reconsider my talent themes, seeing my family, this feeling that will never end, self-doubt. I want to go out without worrying about getting sick, right? Focusing on one thing at a time. Oh, this is a great one. Ask myself questions. What is the 1% truth? The 1% truth filter is a thing that we use in workshops all the time. Like when you get feedback that you totally disagree with, what was the compulsion to say that thing to you? What's that 1% truth? If you don't agree with it, mostly, there's probably a reason the person said that to you. So even when, you, when you're doing that to yourself, right? what's the 1% truth in that? So that you can name it 
market and put it on the shelf. Right. Meditation, walk away and come back. Reading my new gratitude journal and positives. Control circle faux show. That was Ruby. I know it was. <laughs> I think that was Stacy. Yeah, I, I, I think the Stacy one. It wasn't. <laughs> Stacy's whole show. <laughs> it wasn't, believe it or not. <laughs> so yeah, so guys, guys, hold on to this stuff, right? Think about this stuff, and when you feel like you get really stuck, when you feel like you get really stuck. I think it's interesting, Eric, real quick, as an observation, a lot of these are by myself. There's very few, and maybe the talk it out, maybe that's talking to this person, but maybe it's talking to yourself. So interesting that we get stuck, but yet we rely on ourselves to get unstuck instead of maybe having somebody help you. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. Right. And, but I wonder, I wonder how many people have, have that structure in their worlds in the environment we're working in today. Right. I mean, you know, we don't, we don't have our normal circle of people and just, you know, speaking as a depression kid, you don't call people and burden them with your shit. I was just going to say, sometimes it's the self-talk of I'm not a good person that is the thing that has me stuck. And so that's not a thing I want to admit to anybody else, right? There's a, there's this shaming thing that we do. So, right. But I think that, um, that might flavor the kind of ladder that we put up for ourselves, right? Is this something I can do myself or can I reach out? Yeah. One of the things that I thought of is usually what's getting us stuck is our our own either um, like biases or, you know, like our own thoughts or triggers. And so, again, like I, I need to work through myself mm-hmm. to figure that out. And why am I feeling that way based on what this external stuff is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's very interesting versus the extrovert versus the introvert. I mean, we could go down this whole rabbit hole of, of what kind of personalities are we seeing these come through? Cause I'll tell you when mine was phoning a friend and Eric's going to know exactly where that went because I just called him last week because I was stuck. And so it's, it's saying for me, it's, it's verbalizing it. Cause I can just sit here and rationalize it or process it. However I want, I need that outlet. And, and so it's, I just find it fascinating how we all came to these different scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, use this, this board, right. Use this as a tool to say, to challenge yourself, right. Because we, we go to the things that we go to, because as we always say, humans are creatures of pattern to have somebody else's ideas in a common space. That was the thought that Lori and I had when we were talking about this idea was let's put all these thoughts in a common space where I can go to break my own paradigms. I can go to challenge myself and not rely on the same, on the same old bullshit that I always do. Yeah. So Eric, remind us how we're going to be able to continue to visit this. Should we paste this? So, so, so yeah, um, I, the link, I, I will, I will paste the link on the bartender network. I'll do, we have a, uh, a, a link shortener rebrander and I'll do a skyteam.cloud stroke something. And I'll put that on the bartender network so you guys can all find it and we'll leave it up here. So for as long as we have mural, you guys will have access to this. And whenever we, if we ever shut it down, I'll PDF it and send it to everybody. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you everyone for indulging in this time for, for yourself, you know, to, to think about what's true for us and, and being part of this community is, is amazing to be able to do this together. So thank you for showing up. Yeah. So Ruby says in the chat, I love the idea Mariah phoning a friend, something I don't often do because I think I need to fix it on my own, Mm -hmm. which doesn't always serve me well. Right. She, she, so she wrote it down. Awesome. Ruby. And then Laurel said, uh, listening to Mariah's comments about introverts and extroverts. I wonder if the app Talkspace is visited more by extroverts online therapy, maybe the only way to work with, with those who are able to call a friend. You know, it's funny. I'm a hardcore introvert, Laurel. And actually I did Talkspace for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually has been something that's helped me a lot was just writing things down that, that was like getting me stuck or bothering me and, and just bringing it up in therapy. Like, okay, let's, and it's just, you know, it's not anything crazy. It's just, okay, this is what I've been challenged with. And this is what I think I need to do to overcome it. And this is the tools that I need to, I think, to overcome it. And it usually helps. Yeah. yeah. Being able to name stuff helps you feel more in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's a thing that we just, we're, I mean, I think if you, you leveled it across the, the society at large right now, control is a thing that we're all struggling with, right? It's just, it's hard. And there are so many things, again, with the whole parallel issues that we're all dealing with, you know, we can't control any of those things. Yeah. Right. And then there's all the things that are happening in our lives that we may or may not have control over, right. In our personal spheres. So yeah. Awesome. All right, guys, I want to be mindful of the time. I know we're coming right up on the time. I'll give you some funny things and then we'll get on out of here. So today's funny things are all election based because that's where we lived for the last couple of weeks. Uh, number one, tired of the electoral map. Here's a map of legally owning a kangaroo oh, by I state. I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> so just know in Wisconsin, West Virginia, and South Carolina, you don't even need to tell anybody. You can just buy a kangaroo. You need to know a guy, so you're probably going to have to call Aaron. I bet Aaron knows a guy that can get you a roo. Funny thing number two, Nevada. Nevada is that friend who says they're on their way, but they're actually still laying around in a towel. <laughs> uh, honestly, I've had less anxiety waiting on the results of a pregnancy test. <laughs> they're a hell of a lot faster. <laughs> My friend's three-year-old daughter asked her mom when she will stop watching the map show. <laughs> Oh, so this next one is legit. Kanye West, 2020, getting 1% in the polls. Deep Nuts, 2016, getting 9%. You can Google that shit. There was a high school kid who registered with the Federal Election Commission as D's Nuts, and he had a, had a social media campaign to write him in. He got 9% of the vote. <laughs> turning the perspective box right like (laughs) crazy things have happened before (laughs) i'm a little disappointed in myself that i find that so hilarious (laughs) i'm validated that you find that so hilarious and my my faith I was going to say, I honestly think of like a high school kid like doing that. And it's so funny because they're just, they have a humor that I feel like we don't, we lose as we get older almost. (laughs) (laughs) And I I ran out of time, but I I found a, you know, one of those election, you know, kind of rollout screens that the news puts up from my hometown ABC station in DC that showed Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, and D's nuts on the same screen. <laughs> and, and, and the reason I found this one was because they, that station, had posted a, a news item today, you know, sort of remember when, which made me laugh. <laughs> but my, my, my funniest, funniest thing for today, and if you saw this press conference, you will understand Philly's hottest club is the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. They've got everything. (laughs) A dildo store, Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Oh my God, Eric. I literally did the same thing when I saw that. I was like in character reading it. (laughs) Oh, I love Stefan. Anybody who knows me knows I love Stefan. Ruby will make me do Stefan all the time. (laughs) Oh, so for your good feels today, um, did you guys see the 21 year old Mm -hmm. Down syndrome guy who ran and completed the Ironman? Pretty awesome. My friend competed with him and it was awesome to kind of hear about his experience. Wow. That's that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. All right. And lastly, today's semi-quarantine cocktail um, riffing on the Four Seasons. It's the grass is always greener at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. 
It's a riff on an actual cocktail called The Grass is Greener. You need one seedy part of town, a little bit of vodka, half a podium between a fire extinguisher and a garden hose, one ounce of fresh wheatgrass juice, a rusted out gantry, some lime juice, an adult bookstore, agave nectar, a dozen yard signs, cement leaves, and a bunch of lawyers and really surprised press corps. That is the grass is always greener at four seasons total landscaping guys thank you thank you for participating today today was today was kind of a vulnerable day and thanks for for uh you know playing around with our new favorite tool mural um if you guys have any questions about mural or want to explore using it with your own teams uh let us know we'll share with with you what we've learned we've used it uh, several times over the last few months and we're starting to really dig it so if we can help you in any way we're here for that so thank you so much guys as always wednesdays are the best days and you guys are the best love you all see you next week oh next week we're having uh, a guest evans mayhew who is a uh, former du professor who runs a, a education website called fast fulcrum and it's all about remaining relevant in the digital age and which has become super relevant i had a conversation with him yesterday it was awesome you guys are going to dig him it's cool stuff so see you next week. Awesome. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you had a good time and learned a thing or two at today's happy hour, please share it with your friends. If you want to join our tribe, head on over to skyteam.cloud forward slash TCB or email us at info at skyteam.com. That's S-K-Y-E team.com. Thanks again. And remember, you've always got friends at the corporate bartender.